0: hey hey welcome to the swine time podcast i'm your host brian swinehart uh i'm excited to be here today with you guys man today i mean i know it's probably gonna blow your mind this is probably gonna blow the roof off of your mind but today i'm 40 years old man today i am 40 years old and uh i'm here at the brea improv right now I'm in the green room at the brea improv and uh it's pretty wild, man, because I thought about it, you know, when you have a birthday coming out. Like, it's like every 10 is the big years for you, 20, 30. Well, I guess 21, but 40, I mean, dude, it's kind of a big a big deal because your life is at least halfway over as a man. You got to figure, pretty much. I mean, I don't know if I've had many. Uh, my dad died before 80. My grandpa died before 80. So, you know, you, you're you you're getting up there, man. And uh, But you still feel young and all that. So that's why today I thought, man, of all the things I can do, I want to do the same thing I do every night. I want to do a comedy show. And that's why I feel very lucky because to be able to do the, the, if on a day when you can choose to do anything you want to do and you choose to do the same thing you do every night means that you chose a job that is good for you. You chose a career, man, that's good for you. And then saying things like job and career, man, it doesn't even feel like I should be saying it with a performance stand-up comedy because it's a love. It's what I've been doing since I was 22. You know, it's been uh, actually 17 years because I started stand-up in the summertime when I was 22. So, um, and I think about all the, the different people, the people that you meet in this job. And this career is is probably the my favorite thing, you know, because I get to have beers after the show with people from all over the country I've met, and you 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 understand the different areas and things. I feel like a comedian knows a lot more about the world that's going on and the people in it than anybody working at a news. You know, we we're more accurate with what's going on in the in the news in the world than anybody working at CNN. Because we're actually out here with the people. And they're coming and talking to us about real stuff, you know. And uh, um, so comedians, we we, we really are, are on the pulse of life, you know. And we got to stay current to um, keep our audience going. And so I'm just really, today, I'm just counting my blessings to have such, such a long run of being a comedian. And I look at it like this. Comedian is my... Being comedy and the comedy stage is my number one. That's my number one love. And everything else is a side chick. All the others is just a side chick. I mean, all the women that have come in and out of my life over this time, but what's always there for me? The stage. Whenever something sad happens or, you know, tragedy or painful, I always come back to stand-up comedy. You know, it's my purpose. You know, I I love it. So, that's where I am today in this green room. You know, this is what we do. This is a green room. This is where we get treated good. You know, that, that we have a waiter come in or a waitress, and they bring us drinks and food, and we chill out here and we look at our notes that we're gonna do for our jokes for the night. We get prepared. This is all right in here in this green room. You know, and you when you look at your life, you look at where you start and what you accomplish. You know, and. It's interesting that if you stay persistent, if you stay persistent, at something you will get there because for the longest time, I always dreamed of being a headliner in a major club like the Improvs, you know, the Bray Improv, the Hollywood Improv, all the improv clubs. I always dreamed of being, uh, you know, Dayton, Ohio, Wiley's by where I grew up. always dreamed of being a headliner at these clubs and boom, now I'm there. But what did it take? Years and years of facing rejection, really, uh, so many knows and tough shows. Learning from your tough shows, you know, it's interesting in life. Your tough experiences are what's going to make you the best. That's what helps you the most. So, when I was first starting, I had this gig at uh, um, in this place called Coos Bay, Oregon, and man, I can. That was painful. That was a tough, tough show. But you know what? that was one of the toughest shows I've ever had in my life and I've had some tough ones and that was that sticks to my mind as being one of the top toughest ones but that night changed me because I did so bad nobody wanted to talk to me even if I wanted to go out and get something to eat I was afraid to leave because I had bombed so bad so I went to my hotel room and I took my notepad and I just went to town you know and I improved myself you know and as you get better it's a little tougher though right because you're having good shows all the time but every now and again you'll run into a snagoo you'll a snuff you know I uh, i don't know what the, a tough a tough show something tough unexpected and then that once again brings you to back to the drawing board because you're always got to improve yourself you know and you never you never finished and that's what's tough because we all look for a goal line a finish line but the reality is, you're only finished when God tells you you're finished and He plucks you off this earth and takes you to wherever you go next. So that's um, that's really some some things that uh, I've learned from, from doing these gigs for so long. And being 40 years old now, man, that is just, you don't want to hit that number. It's like, that's why I needed a gig, man. I didn't want to get depressed and I really don't want to celebrate it, you know. That's a lot of difference between men and women, you know. Me, I'm looking at my birthday as a business opportunity to, you know, have a gig and make some money. Uh, the difference between men and women, men, I don't think we really celebrate. I mean, I know girls, they'll have three, four different, five different birthday parties in a week. I want today to be over and move on to tomorrow and life as usual. But, um, you know, we'll see if it's just a number. I mean, today I bench pressed 225. That's not bad. I weigh 175, dude. I haven't really lost much strength. I don't know. I think there's a lot of bull crap people try to tell you about getting older and this and that. I mean, you do lose some stuff, I guess, because you're not doing it all the time. But if you do it, if you stay active and stay consistent, you'll still be healthy and strong. You know, I mean, there are certain things that could happen, but generally speaking, if you um, just stay active, you can keep your strength and stuff. But what happens is that people get tied down with things now I don't have a family so I think that makes a difference right I don't have I don't have to I don't have a you know a woman I gotta go pick up from whatever from work or whatever the heck you know I don't have a lot of distractions I mean I've focused my life mainly on me which I guess is self-centered but I look at it like I'm helping the world because you know I feel like um, laughter is the best medicine and I try the best I can to, to to bring that out every night, you know, and it's all subjective. So you might hate the swine, but plenty of other people like the swine. So um, and I talk to myself on the third person. That's, that's but um, yeah, man, I'm just like happy to to be doing to be doing something. And uh, you know, each town you go to is different. I just got back from Minnesota, the Mall of America, and uh, that was kind of a tough club because they have real high ceilings and this and that. And, uh, um, it, it's been, uh, there was just interesting to see how places are, you know, cause so many people from Somalia live there. You never would think that in Minnesota, but it's like main population is people from Somalia cause there was a war in Somalia and then they all moved to Minnesota. So, uh, you know, they, they moved to Minnesota, a lot of them. So, um, you know, you just get used to performing in front of different people and different cultures and. I mean, I'm just counting my blessings to have, to have this job for so long and keep doing it and to keep learning and growing and it's never done. Every day I try to write something. Some days I'm very unsuccessful, but some days I'm successful and a lot of times on stage people ask how you write. Well, you know, there's, there's different ways, you know, you can write on stage uh, by just talking something different and taking the chance. Um, that it'll fly and then you just kind of work your material that way and you can also do it just with pen and paper and sit down and just write free form until you come up with something and you know just sit there and write jokes you know Um, it's like a sport dude there's like a lot of different ways to go about it so that's something I've been thinking a lot about, man. And now that I'm 40, I'm ready to give advice, you know. I felt like, oh, man, I can't really, I don't know nothing. But now I've got plenty of advice, man, especially for guys that are coming up. I want to talk to guys that used to be like, that are like I was back then to help out. Because had I do, if if I would t- do my life different, there are some things I would do. Life is like a choose-your-own-adventure book, right? But the thing is about a choose-your-own-adventure book, you get to choose all the different adventures you just keep reading the book and then choosing the different ones so you you know how it would have turned out right but in life you don't know how things would have turned out if you would have done them different you know so sitting here today I guess I've made a lot of good decisions because you know I got a gig tonight at the Bray Improv a very awesome club and there's gonna be an audience there to see it and I'm gonna have a great time Uh, so a lot of decisions were right and there are some things that in life you could do that probably would have uh, helped you more. And you live and learn. But I tell people now, man, you you gotta just focus on on uh, on, on 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 what you want at a at a young age and just stick with it and uh, try not to get offset. I mean, there is a time for fun. You have to have it. But I look back at all the times I went to nightclubs and stuff like that, and I'm like. Man, I should have just stayed home and read, bettered myself, right? Because a lot of the people you hang with when you're young, they're not in your life when you're older. They're gone, you know. However, going to a nightclub led me to become a comedian. And how that happened was, I was at at a nightclub, and uh, I was hanging out, and I started talking to this guy, and we became friends. Dave Dave Banks, and. Uh, he, we were going to talk to these two girls and he's like, I like that one. I said, that's cool. I like them both and uh, We went up and started talking to the girls and uh, He gave me his card and he was doing a, a Comedy night at the ice house and I went to see his show and that night and the day of his show I was actually at a barbecue with some other friends and they told me hey stay at the barbecue Why are you gonna leave and I said no, I want to go see a comedy show. I've never been to a comedy show and I went to the comedy show at the Ice House, and I was like, well, that's what I want to do. And then, uh, he introduced me to the guy who booked him on the show, who booked bringer shows. The bringer show is where you got to bring five people so you can perform on the show. Well, I didn't know anything. The guy asked me, hey, can you bring five people to the show? I said, yeah, because I knew all my friends from work would come. So I did the show. And, uh, of course, all my work friends from work would come. And, uh and they just would laugh at anything I said because they were my friends from work. And that's how I got started. And then the next show I went with no people that knew me and I bombed and I felt miserable. And uh, I had a friend that would, was talking with me and calming me down because the show went so bad. And then I woke up the next day and I was all bummed out about it. And uh, that's when I knew I was gonna keep doing it. And that made me even more bummed out because I knew there'd be more painful and tough experiences along the way. But I kept on it, you know, and that's something that, that got me. Life, um, last night I had another dream about wrestling. I had a dream that I was back wrestling again, see, in high school, but I'm 40. And Coach K, the, one of the coaches told me, dude, we can't put you in the match. You're, you're not a high schooler. You can't wrestle. And wrestling and comedy are two parallels in my life that neither one of them I was any good at when I started but I enjoyed both of them so much I never quit and you know even if you know you don't become the greatest you know okay never made the Olympics never you know did that much never you know but I accomplished certain goals in wrestling and I've accomplished certain things in comedy and one thing that's hard to learn in life is that it's not a competition Um, and it's hard for me to to learn that because in your endeavors you see people that are more successful than you right that are further along or that have made more money or you know each night you know i mean instead of you know a person instead of just being happy that dude i'm doing this you're often looking like well i'm doing this but someone else has a tv show or Someone else is performing in theaters, and I'm performing in comedy clubs, see? But that mindset never allows you to be happy with what you have or to accept, dude, I came a long way from the garbage can I was to where I am now, you know? So that's hard, and I feel like with technology, um, it's making it harder for people not to compare. It's so much harder not to compare now because every day, there's people are putting their best things forward. And I'm, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm only gonna put the best moments of tonight up. I'm not gonna put, uh, if I have a joke tonight that doesn't fly, I ain't gonna post that up. But if I have a joke tonight that does well, I'll put it up, you know, like, because people put their best self forward. And that's another thing I've learned in these years is being a comedian, is that technology is, um, it's really changed our society so much so much from when I started and for, and cell phones were were um, not able to do what they can do now and they were kind of newer you know they were still new and you could you know maybe you could text or whatever barely but it wasn't like like now where there's just like people are I feel people are connected with technology but we're actually less connected as people and uh... you know I, I, I would be lying if I said I don't miss the days when You didn't have to worry about people, you know, on their phones while you're on stage, you know. And, you know, who knows what the future holds with that. I've been noticing that some people are, like, leaving um, some of the social media platforms, which I think is good. And, uh, you know, I took a little while off myself, and I felt way better when I did. You know, I think it comes down to that whole comparison thing. And, you know, even today, dude, God. Man, one of this girl I dated back when, man, sent me a happy birthday message on Facebook, and then, you know, I scroll through and see she's married. Well, tch, man, I would rather you not send me that happy birthday to see your happiness in that. I Well, actually, I want to be happy, but you you see what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, damn, you know. And that's freaking me the hell out, too. Because now, all these girls, man, this lifestyle I have is not a normal lifestyle being a comedian. It's almost being like being a rock star, right? Uh, as far as your nightlife and party things and stuff like that. So, um, you know, now all the these, you know, girls, women I knew back in the days, you know, they've got kids and they're married. And, man, I'm still going for the same age of girls as they were back then, but they've moved forward in their life. And I'm still, it's like McConaughey. I keep getting older and they stay the same age. It's really like that, man. Uh, so... We'll see, man. Tonight's uh, tonight's a big night, though. To be able to, to, to do this, man, and uh, I mean, I got my, I, you know, got my health and everything. And uh, just to get out on that stage again um, on, on this day, turning 40, dude, it just went by so quick, man. Like, the four years in high school took longer than the age from 20 to 40. You know, because in high school, I remember thinking, man, when in the hell am I going to be out of this crap, you know? And now, boom, my classmates and I are all 40 now. It's like, damn, you know? And um, so I'm I'm lucky, dude. And I want to thank all these people that have, you know, come to my shows and supported me. And I think that's probably the number one thing a person needs in life is support. You know, we want to be independent. We want to do all of our stuff ourselves. But you need, you need support, man. You need a loving hand. You need somebody in there to help you and, and, and guide you, you know. And one of the most important things is mentors, you know. If you're out there, just try to find yourself a mentor, even if it's just, you know, reading a book about somebody that you want to be like. You know, I've read a lot of books on comedians, you know, and learning what they did and what made them and, and their struggles because, you know, in life in most sports I mean you and you know sports and business there's a few people I guess like LeBron James just went straight to NBA but most people have a certain path that they take to get somewhere you know And comics are the same you know even the big ones that have made it you know and, and that goes in any business you know I mean this what I'm talking about manly is always going to do around comedy because that's my life you know and um, I like having something in my life that is my life, you know. There's, there's never been a question since I started this gig at 22, uh, my first time on stage. Now, granted, I say I started at 22, but I would not perform very much, maybe once a month, because my nerves would get so bad. Um, I would get, I would, I had bad terror uh, when I first started, so I would perform once a month because of my nerves for about the first year. But uh, I was still, I still say that that's when I started. You know, and then um, I slowly started getting into it more, and you know, had the day jobs and this and that, and uh, you know, I've learned a lot. And this gig, being a comedian, teaches you a lot about yourself because you can't lie to the crowd. People won't people won't laugh at you if you're lying to them. There's a lot of truth that has to be said for them to to laugh at you and believe believe you. You know can't be a character you, you, you can't be something fake you got to be you can be a character of yourself but you can't be fake you know you can play you can overdo a certain part of yourself that, that people like but they want to see a, a real and um, that's hard it's easier sometimes it's easier for people to see who you are than you are to see your own self you know that's something that takes a, a lot of work is to know who you actually are as a as a person and whatnot so that's where we are we're gonna have a you know I'm gonna be doing more podcasts we're gonna start filming these podcasts and uh, if you're you're watching or listening to this and uh, you know you want to hear a certain topic or uh, some kind of thing going on with you that you'd like to talk about you know feel free to reach uh, reach out to me hit me with any questions or uh thoughts or ideas of things that you'd like to see uh, covered in the upcoming podcast and uh, as far as the podcasts go you know I really am glad that I uh, built it up I've had um, you know it, we all have flaws in their life I've been inconsistent on keeping them going uh, as often as I want but now I got a whole new uh, plan and uh, schedule on how to to get them going on a on a weekly basis and um, so that's going to be a lot of fun so you know uh, you know, if you if you like what we're doing, and I'm gonna start having some guests. If you like like what we're doing, you know, please uh, follow along and uh, and connect with me. You guys know anybody knows me knows that I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Man, I'm not uh, a hard person at all to get a hold of, mainly unless uh, well, I've blocked some people on Instagram. But if you ain't if you ain't totally uh, uh, getting on my getting on me, then uh, uh, but those are Those are mainly people that needed to be blocked. I mean, the you know, yes. eh. Okay, I don't even know why I'm talking about that. Very distracting. See, that's the problem with technology. It gets your head, right? We're thinking about stuff that is not present in the moment. This shit doesn't mean anything. Goddamn, man. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm happy to be doing a gig tonight. I thank everybody for, for watching, man. I'm going to go out here to play improv, have a good time on my birthday, man. Make the best of it. And I want to thank you guys for uh, listening and supporting me. And uh, this has been the Swine Time Podcast.